Sports. It is R&R in the morning, and it's time to speak with the head coach of your Dallas Cowboys, brought to you by AA Best Bell Bonds. Mike McCarthy joins us for his regular morning. Coach, how's everything going? Good morning, Rob. How you doing? I'm doing good. Rudy's in the hole today. He's going to try to play some golf in the rain. I'm joined with James Pledger. Morning, Coach. Uh, He's uh, in the Hey, good morning, James. Yeah, He's you in know, the hole. What's that mean? <laughs> <laughs> He's... He's, he's, he's in, in prep for a, a busy weekend of football, I guess. You know, Coach, when you come into a weekend uh, after a game like that and you get a team that is, you know, bounced around a little bit, and the obvious questions, and they're not, a, it's, an, it's an easy pat answer, but I have to ask, it's the Giants. How do you get a team ready for a team starting a quarterback that uh, we don't even know about? What's the prep been like this week? Uh, division football, number one. Um, so you, you, can never, you can never, you know, question that in these games. And also, it is difficult when you have a little bit of film on on a quarterback. But you also, you know, conceptually, you know, have have an understanding of how you feel like they want to play and play against us. But yeah, it's there's plenty of challenges each and every week, and this is definitely a, a week that illustrates that. So, um, but we understand, uh, you know, what their record is and, and all that. But the reality of it, it's it's division football. It's a home game. We we got, we got to take care of our home, our home turf. And we got to get that six win. You know, we attribute a lot of your great success in coming off of losses. What is the primary part of the bounce back win? What are you looking for? You're good at this. You get your team back in there. What what is what are you doing to get them there? Flush the emotion of 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 the you know of Sunday, and and it's hard. It gets harder the older you get too. <laughs> I know personally. Um, so the losses definitely just really grind on you, but. Um, I think as a, as a team, you have to, you know, stay to. If there's ever a, a moment in time in a, in a season where you really have to stay in tune with your process, especially after that type of game, because you got to get in here Monday. You, you got to get it, get it corrected, move on. You, you got things you identify Wednesday from the game that you want to apply forward to the next contest, and you you, you got to move on to the next game. You, can't, you just can't let these, you know. And it's same to me. I think it's it's even harder with a win because you know everybody wants to. When you have a big win, everybody wants to relax and take a you know, take a deep breath, and you know, and that's you got to you got to stay on your process. I think handling success is a, is actually more difficult than handling a loss. Amnesia is a skill. <laughs> now, coach, you're coming up on a a wonky part of the year for Cowboy fans to where the schedule changes quite a bit for y'all moving forward as y'all start going from Sunday to Thursday and then Thursday to Thursday and then Thursday to a long week. Is there anything you do to adjust to the weird schedule now that you are, what, four years into this and, and doing this schedule and how you've adapted it? Uh, definitely. I actually like your term wonky. I may even use that for this stretch <laughs> because it is, it is definitely that. But, no, it's, it's something that um, – you know, going through it the first year uh, was was definitely dif- you know it was extremely difficult, um, and then trying to learn from the you know the time frames and so I, f- I feel like last year we, we we as far as the preparation through this stretch, um, it, as far as how we trained the team, uh, I feel like I have a really good beat on it. Uh, we, we're actually doing a little bit more as far as rest and recovery going into this stretch, uh, as opposed to during the stretch and the, you know after the stretch. So we are trying to be proactive. Uh, this week and next week, but yes, it, it's it's a challenge. This this, this Sunday, Thursday, Thursday, Sunday deal is is uh, it's is difficult of a stretch that I've, I've ever been. How much of a role does the corporate knowledge of your veterans, having been through this, you know, on a fairly regular basis? Cowboys were used to w- weird Novembers. Um, 
How much of a role do your vets play in, you know, this is what you got to do, guys. It, this isn't going to be an easy three weeks. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think it was more, probably more conversations in the earlier years. Um, just, you know, how, how, how was it done before? You know, I looked at all the old schedules uh, when I first arrived here. Uh, so just having an understanding of how, you know, how it laid up. Uh, but, you know, I, I've been fortunate. I played in probably oh, half a dozen, maybe five Thanksgiving games uh, in Detroit in my, in my time in Green Bay. So I feel like I have, a, you know, a lot of experience in Cut. history. Coach, I want to look back to something you said post-game after Philadelphia on Monday in a presser, and this is more for education purposes for me because <laughs> I thought you called a hell of a game. I, I really enjoyed the football game on, on, you know, there were a lot of things going on, and you mentioned something that you were looking for routes that you called coverage beater routes. When I heard that, that kind of stuck in my brain. I want you to describe to us and our neophyte listeners, when you're calling, what's a coverage beater route as opposed to a regular route? Well, I mean, it's, it's when you're really dialed in and, and you have a, you know, a higher understanding of exactly what the coverage is going to be. Or if you go to the line of scrimmage and, and you have two plays and you're looking for a certain coverage. So it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a pass play that's really distinctly best against, you know, one coverage. Okay. Uh, because I, when you talked about that, I thought, well, my coverage beat a route. Seems to involve CD. Now, when you, when you when you say the coverage beat a route, do you have a, a route and a receiver in mind, or is it a route and that will put the receiver as appropriate to? You know what I'm saying? Are you do you program in a call say the route is perfect, but I need CD to run it? I mean, is it that kind of? Well, it's both. Yeah, yes, yes, you yes, know, you're, yes. You're exactly right. It's both. It's uh, you know, because if you have a certain route versus coverage, you know, beater, you know, it's uh. Who who's the number one receiver as far as the number one read? Who's the number two? You know who's the alert and so forth. So and that's why it's important to me uh, that we have receivers that can play every position because you, you got to be able to move your players, move your pieces around. It's it's only going to make more opportunities for everybody, but also it's going to make your quarterback better. As you bring up CD, Dak and him have really gotten into a groove over the last three weeks, and it seems like. The pass game has really started to catch fire here lately, and I'm wondering with the constant questions about the struggles of the run game, is there something to the fact that you can use the way Dak and CD have kind of caught fire to open up the run game for you? Yeah, definitely. I mean, you're always trying to, you know, when you you start normal down the distance, you're always looking at the, the run game to fit the action pass game too. So, I mean, just the details and of all that is is always going to make the run game better or, or vice versa. So some people run it to throw it, some people throw it to run it. So I think you have to have the ability to do both. That is Mike McCarthy, your head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, brought to you every week by AA Best Bail Bonds. I saw an interesting number this week, Coach, about what your defensive guy, number 14. Did Marquise Bell grade out as the number one linebacker of the NFL last week? Um, I'm, I'm not – Aware of that? You talking like PFF or whoever? Something. Does the I, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to. You know, I don't want to attribute some, some stats that might not be appropriate. But tell us about fourteen and how he is just oh. really, really come on. Well, he's great. I mean, he's great out very, very well for us. Very instinctive. You know, smart football player. Um, you know, just really a natural. You can see that on special teams last year, and, and really just uh, taking taking advantage of his of his uh, of his opportunities. So. Um, yeah, he. I mean, he's he's playing lights out. He's done a really nice job. You know, you got a small linebacker though. You are kind of dealing with a, an interesting situation here. What are your thoughts on the? Does, does <laughs> forgive me for the for the wording, but does size matter <laughs> on defense? 
No, I mean we got a great defensive coordinator, and he's uh, you know he, he utilizes those guys appropriately and, and just you know, puts them in positions to be successful. And I think you're seeing that um, you know time and time again with the, you know some of the injuries that we had. That's certainly fun to watch. Now, Coach McCarthy, the Houston Texans, I've seen in a couple of different instances have had their kicker go down and then have had to go to whether it was Justin Reed previously or this past week, Daria Gumbawale. Do you all have any contingencies lined up for if you lose a kicker during a game? Is there a third stringer? You got Do you have tryouts every week? <laughs> you guys must have been, you must have been bored this week. Um, yeah. Well, it seems like Coach yeah, yeah, Ryan's yeah. cracked the code, man. If you can get a linebacker to oh. kick off. Yeah, I'll tell you what, that's a good thought. But no, I, I you know, just like anything, I, you know, I have a process of, of, of checking in with Will McClay every day. And so, no, he's always working, you know, the, the roster and contingency plans. And, you know, but yeah, definitely, those are, those, are, those are things you always have to have lined up and ready to go. Well, who is your third string non kicker kicker? Uh, well, he's not here. Oh. So, I mean, that's, that's, part, that's part of the, you know, you got to have, you got to have a, a, you know, a, a team out there that's you know, ready to go just in case. Who's you know, the most so. likely volunteer? Like, you needed a <laughs> kicker. Who's going to come up to you and say, Coach, I got this? You mean outside of Brian Anger? Uh, so, yeah, I'm talking third string, not Anger. I expect him to be the first option, but who's third? Uh, you know, that's a good question. I'm trying to think. I'm, I'm, trying, I'm, I'm trying to look. Because, you know, these, these guys are always having, you know, Contest. Yeah, I have, yeah. I have a feeling you'll have four or five <laughs> volunteer for this. Oh no, we we got some we got some receivers going to throw the ball too. I mean, so um, yeah, kicker. That's a good one. I have to look in that. Hey, how, how's <laughs> how's Turp feeling? He's getting better. Yeah, he's getting better. You know, yeah, we'll, we'll, not to yeah, interrupt, we'll but he's really kind of coming in on this offense. I mean, what are we seeing from Turpin that you haven't seen from others? I mean, is it just placement and down and call because you're finding spots for him? Oh no, I I, I love Turp. Um, just the way he came in here last year, arrived in training camp, and and um, so you know I've made a very conscientious effort, you know, you know, with him and our coaching staff to, to um, for him to be a receiver and, and then a returner on our team, and, he, and he's done he's done a really really nice job. I appreciate that receiver then returner. Dak was talking the other day about. Tyron Smith and how he played in that game against Philly, and you mentioned it as well, and the possibility that he may be held out of practice the rest of the way just to make sure he's ready to go on game day. Is there any truth to that? I don't even know why we. You know, someone asked me at the press conference. I don't know what why they would even ask that. Uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, you medically look at these guys each and every day, and, mm-hmm. and you set a plan every week for him. But we do have a veteran group uh, that do not practice on Wednesday. They, they take the minimum reps and then, you know, and, and, and Tyron's definitely in that group. But, you know, you, you look at the Thursday, Friday, Saturday work and, and, and just got to make sure those guys get what they need. And Coach, this is, a, you don't have to answer for, you know, did you guys submit any tape for some of the calls that went on last week? Always do, yeah. Good. Good. That was that was not uh, pretty. Hey, Coach, we want to thank you for stopping by. A heck of a week of practice. Looking forward to a good game. As always, we bid you good health and safety, and we'll talk to you next Friday. You bet. Thank you, gentlemen.